you know that person that drives you up the wall. And so you're able to tolerate them better when you're drinking. And now that it is dry January, it is more difficult to tolerate them. It is very hard to get through the your time with them when you're because you're not drinking. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Hi, I'm Lise. I'm your host, and this is the Going Alcohol Free podcast. This is episode 18. We're on day 18 of Dry January. If you're new here, I just want to welcome you. Um, jump right in. You don't have to do Dry January if you don't want to. I know you'll get benefit from these episodes. We will go to normal episodes once Dry January is over. So please do follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player or I'm also on YouTube. You can watch this episode on YouTube. I always include the link in the description below. Thank you so much for being here. So the way that this uh, these episodes work is I have a little message for you all. That's segment one. Segment two is something that I am loving right now that I just have to share with you. And segment three is where I share my daily oracle card with you so that you can ponder on the message, maybe even journal on the message and tap into your intuition because your intuition will never steer you wrong. It's part of the reason why you are here today. So always follow your intuition. And I will do a podcast episode on intuition in the near future once dry January is over. I've got so much planned for us, so please do stick around. Thank you for being here. Now, with that, let's go right into why it's so hard to tolerate that person, especially because you are not drinking right now during dry January. I can totally relate to this 150%. My person was my boyfriend, and we're still together. It's been nine years we've been together. And I can tell you the only reason that we are still together is because I stopped drinking. And you guys, seriously, I had to drink to tolerate him at first. And it was bad. I mean, in the, in the beginning, it was very rocky. And like I said, I was on a cutback journey. Um, you know, when we met, I was drinking and um, I wasn't even on a cutback journey until later on after our relationship was already, like the honeymoon phase was already over with and everything. But one of the things that I want you guys to think about is if you want to change the way you drink, you got to change the way you think. So if you want to change the way you drink, you got to change the way you think. And I'm going to keep reminding us of this because how you think about one thing is how you think about everything. That will become more clear as these episodes go on and, and we start digging into more of the reasons as to why we drink and why it's not good for us, why why we want to stop or why we why we are thinking in the back of our mind that, you know what, I know that th this is a problem, but I'm not sure that I want to quit drinking. I'm not sure how I want to handle this. It'll all start to make more sense as we continue on with these episodes. 
But the way that you are thinking about this person, so whether it be a mother-in-law, a brother-in-law, a sister-in-law, a sister, a brother, uh, a mom, a dad, a boss, a neighbor, the reason why it is harder to tolerate them when you are not drinking is because you are now aware of your thoughts of that person and the things that they're doing that are driving you crazy or the things that they're not doing that are driving you up the wall. And you're way more aware when you're not drinking because when you're drinking, it suppresses really our thought process and our cognitive, um, I guess, cognitive behavior and how, how we're thinking and what we're thinking. So we're not thinking so much about what they're doing or what they're not doing. So even though they're doing the exact same things, whether you are drinking or not drinking, you are now well aware of what they are doing when you're not drinking. And that is why it's so much harder to tolerate that person when you're not drinking. You're just aware of all the things that they're doing that are driving you up the up the wall, all the things that they're saying. All the things that the the little the little nuances that they do or that they don't do. You're just you're well aware of those things. And so back to my example with my boyfriend. So he would say things and it would trigger me and then I would drink. And the only way that I believe that we are still together is because I changed the way that I think about the things that he's doing. He hasn't changed. He hasn't changed. His behaviors, the way he thinks, the way he talks, the things that he does that used to drive me up the wall that would trigger me to drink, I have just learned to accept those things about him and work on my own ways that I think about what he does or doesn't do, that the things that drive me crazy. And then I began to focus on the things that I love about him versus that drive me up the wall. The only way that you're going to continue to be able to better tolerate these people that I mentioned, whoever that person is for you, is you have to change the way that you think about them. Those silent sentences in your mind are the things that have to change. Millie, hey. I have to wake up my dog because yesterday you guys could hear her snoring in the episode. So I apologize for that. But and and here's the other thing that when people are driving us crazy a lot of the thing a lot of the times we need to ask why is it driving us crazy for example in my relationship with my boyfriend he always needs to be right but i realized that i always needed to be right as well and that would kind of start the whole back and forth so i had to examine myself I had to look in the mirror and say, what is it about his need to be right that is driving me crazy? Oh, yeah, I need to be right, too. 
And so it was kind of like this mirror effect where I needed to take a look at myself and how was I behaving in the same way that the things that he's doing were driving me crazy. Yeah. And here's another one. So he needed to always be right. And he also would disagree with me on so many things. And here's the thing that really changed our relationship. When I was able to say, okay, and would just kind of end the conversation because there was nothing to argue about. I wasn't agreeing with him, nor was I disagreeing with him. I just said, okay. And that was kind of the end of it. So if you have somebody in your life that's driving you up the wall and you're not agreeing or they need to be right or whatever it is, if you respond with the words, okay, watch what happens in this scenario and come back and let me know. I'm not asking you to agree with them. I'm not asking you to disagree with them. I'm just saying, just say, okay. And silence after that and let it just be. Because if we want to change the way that we drink, we have to change the way that we think. And so if somebody is triggering you or if you feel that the need to drink around that person in order to tolerate them, then we have to do some different thinking in our mind about the situation, about that person. And that will change everything for you. Now, I know that this, it sounds easy, but it's really hard and it takes a lot of work. And that's what we're here for the long haul to do is to change the way that we think so that we change the way that we drink. And we're just going to do this by chiseling away little bits and pieces of these, of our belief systems and the way that we think so that we change the way that we drink. Okay. I promise you, you will be able to tolerate these people better. They don't have to change at all. They get to still be their same annoying person that they want to be. <laughs> the only thing that has to change is how we think and how we think about them and how we think about us. And that's it. And it can turn around the whole relationship. I'm telling you, it's been nine years, going on nine years now. And, you know, is everything rainbows and daisies? Absolutely not. Has he changed? No, absolutely not. Have I changed? My thinking has changed about the things that would annoy me about him. That's it. That's what I want to share today about that. I have so much more to share about annoying people. So please do stick around for some of those episodes because, hey, you know what? I had a lot of triggers around a lot of people that would cause me to want to drink. So I understand if that's you, you're in the right place. Now let's go into segment two. This comes into play perfectly. I know I say that a lot, but it really does. It comes into play with today's um, message. And this is what I'm loving now. 
what I'm loving now, and I want to just share it with you. I love the serenity prayer. I love the serenity prayer. I'm going to read it to you. It's also going to be in the show notes in case you want to take a snapshot of it and you can share it on your social media or whatever you want to do. You can put it, save it to your notes in your phone and refer to it. The serenity prayer. You've probably heard it before. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Let me read it again. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. We can always change our thinking, right? That is one thing that we can always change. I love this. I had to share it with you. I look at it from time to time, and it just popped into my mind today as going along with this message. So I had to share it with you all today. And the soul care challenge for today is to repeat the serenity prayer to yourself. Repeat the serenity prayer to yourself. Repeat it, say it to yourself two times. That is the soul care challenge for today. Remember what the soul care challenge is. We are getting through week three with ease and with grace, and we're making our soul feel amazing. And by doing these little 30 second soul care challenges, that is how we're going to make ourselves, our soul feel alive and awake and amazing. And so that is why I created this little, these little tiny soul care challenges throughout this week. And I have a different theme for next week. Now, let's go into our third segment, which is, I'm so excited to share my uh, daily oracle card with you today. Now, this comes from the deck for, um, called the Sacred Medicine Oracle. It's from Asha Frost and artwork by Steph Littlebird. Okay. And it is a beautiful deck. Let me show you the card here. And it is a beautiful woman, a beautiful brown woman. And she has a spider web behind her. And it says spider woman. And at the bottom, it says destiny. So destiny is our message today from the spider woman. Let's read the, Let me read the message. And of course, it will always be down in the show notes below. All right, listen in. The legend shares that spider woman, and I'm going to try to pronounce it, Asi Bikashi is a helper of the, of the people, inspiring the creation of the spider web charm, otherwise known as the dream catcher. The spirit of your destiny speaks to you through spider woman and the dreams she helps to weave into being. She guides you back into your mother's womb and beyond reminding you of your existence before you manifested into form. A pure woven miracle you are, made of the stars, the earth, the wind, and the rain. There are a few potential destiny paths that are available to you now, and with intention, she helps you collapse those that are no longer for your highest good. Only you will know the next steps to take towards the timeline that is of the most aligned frequency. Activating your creative energy, she reminds you to follow your inspirations and retrieve the destiny that has been laid out for you. 
It's time to follow through on your heart's desire and the steps being revealed to you. With Spider Woman's magical medicine, you are in a perfect position to walk in alignment with with what was seen for you before you landed here upon the earth. She she protects your dreams and asks you to trust the resilience of the web she has weaved for you. And then here is the sacred ceremony. Spider Woman takes her hands and adds brilliant, sparkling energy into a web weaved for you. One strand of the web becomes crystalline in its structure, and it is very clear that this is the answer and direction you have been searching for. Pull it closer to you and twirl yourself up in this magnificence. Feel the other paths that are not meant for you dissolving as you become fully aligned with what is. You have retrieved your destiny. Trust. And then the healing affirmation of the day is, as I step into the timeline that is meant for me, my magnificent destiny awaits. My magnificent destiny awaits. You guys, I am just loving this beautiful card deck. I recommend it for sure. And with that, remember the serenity prayer and remember If you want to change the way you drink, you have to change the way you think and the things that we believe in our, what I call in our ecosystem, in our own little world. And I'm just so excited to be on this journey with you. I'm having a lot of fun putting together these podcast episodes and I'm loving being here every day with you all. So we are on um, day 18. And I cannot wait for us to get to day 31 and to see, to look back and see how far we've come on this journey together. With that, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and I hope that you shine bright. Have a great day. Bye for now.